0: Welcome to another episode of talking to myself. I'm your host Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Sorry if you're watching the podcast. I just looked back to make sure the window's shut, because I don't want to hear people. I don't want to hear people, but I also don't want to hear. I don't want people to hear me, dude. I can't even fucking speak. We just started the podcast, and I can't even say the sentences I want to say yet, dude. How are we going to survive an hour when I can't even get through the first three minutes and be coherent? God damn it. What I'm trying to say is I don't want to hear people out there, and I don't want them to hear me, but it's a delicate balance I have to do because if the window is not open for long enough, I'm going to roast alive in here. If you're watching the video, you might be able to tell I'm sweating right now. I even got a little bit of stains on my thermal because it's so fucking hot, I might melt like I'm at the end of Indiana Jones, dude. Okay? I might fucking... I might fucking ooze like a a, a tune in dip, okay? Okay? I might disintegrate, I might burn into fucking goo. Like the shoe in Who Frame Roger Rabbit, bro. I might get shooed and dip. I might get dip shooed. Okay? Doctor Doom, dude. I might Doctor Doom it up and go, Wow, 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 wow. In the middle of this podcast, I might just start going, wow, 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 and then disintegrate into nothing in front of you. Into a rubbery, gooey mess. If you don't get that reference, go see Who Framed Roger Rabbit right now, dude. You should see that movie. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's in my top five. It's one of the best movies of all time. You got Bob Hoskins in it, one of the greatest actors of all time. One of the greatest British actors who play Italian-Americans of all time. He's in two of the, he's in two of my favorite movies of all time. One of them everyone unanimously is like I agree with you, it's a good movie. That's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The other is universally panned as a terrible fucking movie, but everyone who says that is wrong, and that movie is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Good movie, dude. Who is it? John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, not even an Italian man, plays uh uh Luigi alongside Bob Hoskins not Italian Mario, but they make it work, dude. Bob Hoskins is Italian. Is he a British Italian dude? I don't even know if that's possible. I don't even know if you can be an Italian man who grew up in Britain. I don't think that culturally makes sense. I'm sure it's happened before, but if you grow up in Britain and you sound like this, I doubt that you're Italian. You're just not anymore. <laughs> is Bob Hoskins Italian? I asked my dad that, and he was like, no, he's British. And I'm like, yeah, but... So what, dude? What does that mean? You're American? What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? If I'm American and I I grew up in Italy, I guess I'm technically Italian, but am I though? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm asking is my point. But anyway, he's the greatest uh, fake Italian actor of all time. And, uh, it's so hot in here that I might, in the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there is a, uh, substance called dip that if tunes get in it, because this is a movie about how cartoons and human beings coexist in the real world, tight fucking concept, uh, and there's a character, Dr. Doom, played by Doc Brown. I'm forgetting his real name, but Doc Brown plays him. Uh, one of the greatest villains of all time is Dr. Doom. I think his name's Dr. Doom or Dr. Death. Doom. They just call him doom. I think doom because he is the tunes doom. Anyway, he makes a concoction called dip. And if you put tunes in it, they just fucking, it's just acid to tunes. They just melt. They melt like that weird fucking, uh, dude in the top hat at the end of, a Raiders of the Lost Ark, they, they disintegrate like that, not as bloody, because it's, you know, because they don't have blood, because they're toons, but they're, you know, they just turn into a pile of colors, (laughs) the same way that he turned into a pile of, uh, flesh soup, you know? Anyway, that's going to happen to me in the middle of the podcast, so get ready for it, if you're watching, if you're not, if you're just listening, go watch the video, dude, you, you want to witness me fully fucking melt. Anyway, it's too hot in here. What did I want to talk about? Who knows? It smells like chlorine in my fucking apartment right now because I'm finally putting Drano in the sink. Bro, my sink has been backed up for God knows how long. Probably for months, dude. For months. It's disgusting. Every time I clean my apartment, I really, I really seriously look inward and go, how is it possible that people fuck me? How is it possible it it happens people do it i have return visits from people and then, and then i'm like looking at the crevices of 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 the place in which i inhabit and i'm like how or why would you come back here dude if you see any sort of caked substance in someone's bathroom do not go back to it my bathroom is so fucking disgusting and right now i haven't seen I haven't, (laughs) I haven't had sex in a couple of weeks and my bathroom is so fucking unbelievably disgusting right now. It's insane. But even when I was having sex, it was still gross. It was still gross enough where I'm almost challenging people to not come back. I'm almost being like, Hey dude, how much do you like me? (laughs) I said this on the podcast. So sometimes I feel like, you know, I live, in a, I live in a way where when people come back, I'm like, damn, dude, I must be charming. Because <laughs> there's no, I don't know why you would come back. I don't even think it's that too. I started thinking about more about this because, you know, it's fun to say, damn, I must be charming. But really, I just think the person I'm seeing must be broken. That's probably the more likely scenario. <laughs> They're probably more broken than I am charming because what the fuck? You got a broken brain if you, if there's that much hair in someone's drain and you go back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I did and it worked and it's disgusting. Okay, right now I have Drano in my sink and in the shower at the same time and they both don't seem to be doing anything. That's how disgusting I've let it get. You know, it's not good. It's crazy how much of a correlation there is. I don't know. Maybe I don't mean to generalize, but I think this is probably a good rule for most heterosexual men. You, the, the, the cleanliness of every time you see their room clean, it's because they are currently, uh, intimate with someone, (laughs) And some of them, their rooms are dirty as fuck and they're still currently intimate with somebody. But no, but a man, I, 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 I'm willing to bet my life on it. A man's room is clean maybe three times a year uh, while he isn't fucking. Guaranteed. You can catch a guy three different times a year where his room is completely clean and he is also not fucking. It's a rare sight to see. And the only reason why it's that clean is because he got that fucking depressed that he's like, I need to do something or else I'm out the window. So the two major motivations for cleaning, at least for me, and I'm going to generalize this to all men, is either deep, deep fucking depression or you're, be- you're going to have sex with somebody and you don't want to seem like a monster. Those are the two reasons to clean your room. First, you don't do it for your own self preservation. Absolutely not, dude. Sure, you do it to clear your head, maybe, but that's part of the depression buildup. It gets so clogged and depressing, you need to clean it out somehow. <laughs> I like how so many episodes of this podcast lately have just been me discussing uh, how gross, how, how like whether I am or am not cleaning my room. <laughs> Damn, dude, this is the JBP Companion Podcast. (laughs) Clean your room! Clean it! I'm in an all-time indifferent when it comes to dating. That's tight. That's tight, dude. I'm so indifferent when it comes to dating that it's frightening me. I do not give a fuck. I talked about this a little bit last week. I thought it was Elden Ring. I thought it was this game coming out. I thought that's why... I'm like, I don't want to date. But I beat the game. That's right. I beat Elden Ring. Uh, Took me a week. Took me a 100- hundred. I played a hundred hours of this fucking game last week. That's not okay. <laughs> That's not okay, dude. That's bad. That's unhealthy. I need to do better things with my time, you know? When you're sitting at the end of a week and you see a hundred hours clocked into a video game you just got, and you beat it and no one else beat it yet you start to think there's something wrong with me for sure <laughs> it's not cuz i'm good it's because i'm wasting away <laughs> it's also like <laughs> the 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 game I I I <sighs> <laughs> I um I don't know where I I've, I completely have lost my train of fucking thought that's how much this game has stolen my soul and stolen my thoughts is that I can't even think straight when talking about it. I completely lose the thread when I start thinking about the game. You know what just happened right there? I started thinking about Elden Ring and I, and I lost my complete train of thought because I was like, oh, I'd like to just go play that. <laughs> I'd like to stop doing what I'm what I'm doing right now and just go back into the simulation. And I've already beaten it and yet I'm still I'm still like but I, what else is in there dude? I started new game plus and I'm still finding caves where I'm like this isn't that intricate or interesting but like it's crazy that I haven't found this dude. These caves are tiny. I I guess I found all the big ones that are worthwhile but it's still cool to find a little a little ditty dude. But oh, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that Uh, I told a friend when you, uh, so this was, this was like a prime example of me being like, yo, change your life, dude. (laughs) Was I was telling somebody who knows me well, but doesn't know me that well. Like he's a friend of mine, but we don't hang out that much. Uh, he's like friends through, I mean, we're, we are friends, but we're, you know, not acquaintance friends, but we're like mid mid tier friends, where you don't really hang out with them, but you might see them at a party, and every time you see them, you like them, and sometimes you hang out with them with other people, uh, but you don't ever hang out with them one on one, and you don't really talk to them uh, solo. You don't text them. So you don't. You know. You don't have real interesting conversations or intimate conversations with them. So there's a lot of things they don't know about you, and you don't know about them and i told him uh he's like yo what, what you been doing lately i was like i've just been playing elden ring he's like oh really is it good i go yeah it's so good uh i go i played fucking 85 hours of it and he was and he laughed uh and was like oh for, no and he goes no no you didn't i said i played 85 hours of it he went <laughs> no you didn't immediately dismissive i go i'm not kidding dude and he goes No you What I go I'm not joking That's I've really played that much He goes when did it come out I go last Thursday Cause it was It was a full I think it was literally a full week Since I got it And he was like He's just looking at me like Dumbfounded Like what the What the fuck are you talking about bro (laughs) And I added another 15 by Sunday, dude. I added another 15 hours by Sunday. And I, when he had that reaction, I felt uh, two things. I felt uh, bad and also like, well, he doesn't. I felt, I felt three things. I felt bad. Uh, like, damn, dude, I got to change this shit up. I got to change my decisions up. And uh, the third thing was like, yeah, you really don't know me that well, huh? <laughs> you really do not know me that well. If that's the barometer for knowing me well, a lot of people have not known me that well. I don't think any person I've ever dated has known me that well then, if that's the barometer. I don't think any woman I've ever dated knows to the extent of which I play, I game sometimes. <laughs> Is that a coincidence? I think so. <laughs> it's almost like I don't want to reveal that to someone I'm with. I don't. I, I've never, I've never... I have, no... I was going to say I've never played video games in front of someone I've dated. I have. And every time, I don't like it. Maybe it's because my first ever girlfriend hated seeing me play video games. So I just was like, I'm not. I paired that with anyone ever watching me. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And my last relationship got to the point where the person was like, I would like to be able to like do things with you. Like w- both of us sit in a room and do our own things, but we're together. And I was like like what? Like you want to be in the room while I'm playing a video game? She's like, "Yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't mind that." And I was like, "That sounds bad." <laughs> Cuz also I want to be alone. I don't know. It's a weird thing. People have told me to stream games, and I would like to, but like I like playing by myself. I like being alone. I like having fun. It's an escape. And if I'm live streaming myself playing, what what am I escaping to, dude? I'm fucking front and center. I gotta, I gotta do things. I gotta say, I gotta be on. You know, I don't want to be on when I'm playing a video game. The whole point of playing a game is to be off, is to be submerged into something else, is to not fucking interact with the world if you don't want to. Which, as I'm describing it, probably should do it less because it sounds unhealthy the way I'm describing it. <laughs> I sunk a hundred hours into this game in one week. Uh, And to me, video games are a complete escape from reality. Looks like I need to fucking face reality, dude. (laughs) Looks like I need to put Drano down the sink and fucking face the facts. And I am, dude. That's what I'm doing. I I unplugged from the simulation and, and immediately was like, damn, dude, this sink is so fucking clogged. Bought Drano and now I'm potting and I'm talking to you. Anyway, it's a good game, though. <laughs> um, Probably the best Souls game. And, uh, now that I've beaten the game, uh, friends of mine were saying, like, this is game of the year, and, and when they were saying it, I was like, dude, I've played m- way more than you guys, and I don't know, I just thought it was funny and interesting, and a lot of people did this before they even beat the game, before they... um even got like 10 hours into it, people were like, this is the best game ever. This is an amazing game, which is a hard thing to say with an RPG. Cause a lot of RPGs by the end of them, you're sick of it. By the end of them, you don't want to play anymore. A lot of them drag. A lot of them, a, a lot of games, third acts are rushed and bad. Um, and I feel like souls games are different because they, I, I don't like, I don't know. I guess they aren't. They still are structured in a similar way. You can still see them as three act, as a three-act story. But for Souls games, since they're so boss-based, it's more just like, are the bosses good throughout? And Elden Ring has the thing where uh, the second-to-last boss, they tend to do this in the Souls games, is the last boss is always fucking easy. Demon Souls is the first game of the series, and it's the easiest fucking boss at the end of that game. I guess Bloodborne, the last boss, is kind of hard. Especially if you do the true ending, because then you fight the two bosses. I guess it's not that bad, though. Sekiro has the worst final boss of any of those games, 100%. Sekiro, the hardest boss, is the last boss. It's got four fucking phases, four goddamn health bars, and it does not let up, and it fucking pounds you into the goddamn dirt. And even now that I know how to beat him... And I can, like, beat him one or two tries every time I fight him on New Game Plus. Still, he fucking is scary to go up against. That's the thing about uh, Souls games for me is that there is a, a... There's always the era of fear that you experience when you first start playing him. The, you're, you live in the fear zone because you don't know how the enemies work. You don't know what they're going to do to you. You're finding out and discovering exactly how specifically this game is going to fuck you up. And so you're terrified that almost the entire first time you play the game. And then once you beat it, you go, I'm no longer afraid because I know what's coming. And then the second time you play through, you go into every fight knowing what's going to happen, and so you go in knowing, and you end up fucking shit up. And then by the third and fourth playthrough, you're just obliterating everything. Sekiro was like that. Sekiro was probably the most satisfying experience, Souls-wise for me, of learning the game. Maybe it's because you had so much... T- I think Sekiro has the biggest learning curve, but but once you learn it, you it's, it's the... For me it's the game I feel like I mastered the most and it's probably because it's more simplified. Um not that the combat's more simplified, the com- the combat is deep uh is very deep, but there's there's only so many things you can use in the game so there's a, a specific set of tools that you need to learn to master. Um whereas in Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, you you know, you have a host of different weapons to choose from. In Sekiro you got the sword and you got your gadgets and you know, I guess there's different variation with the gadgets, which, which ones you like to use and which ones you want to focus on. But also you can get it to the point where you just use the sword and you fuck everybody up with the sword. And it's a very satisfying feeling to not use a single gadget and just take out a mob of enemies. Uh, and then also just like take out mini like enemies that were mini bosses, just take them out as normal enemies, like super easily. Also, Sekiro is probably the most, one of the most satisfying uh, new game pluses in the Souls genre because you, fu- you because the game is so difficult when you don't understand it, and then the moment you understand it, every mini boss, you're parrying perfectly and then vicious blowing immediately, like you're breaking their posture in like seven hits, whereas in the last time you, the first time you played that you died against them 22 times, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I know how to parry, I know how... I know I should break this guy's posture. I know I should take the health from this guy. I know exactly. Oh, oh, wait. I can break every enemy's posture? Let me just fucking parry the shit out of everyone and destroy. It's a great feeling when you learn that. But anyway, I don't know. Elden Ring. I would say it's a 10 out of 10 game. A 9. Anywhere from a 9 to a 10, I think, is 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 what I would give it. And I think it's one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. But having said that, I still don't know if it's the best Souls game I ever played. I really don't. It used to be. I've had a real fucking. I've real turnaround on Sekiro. I hated Sekiro. I played it. I got. I did not understand it at all. I was playing it on PS4, so for what it's worth, I like it was thirty frames, and I could not parry for shit. Um, and then my friend was playing Sekiro on PS5 and he sounded like he was having fun. And I was like, you know what? I got PS5. It'll run in 60 frames. I remembered how in Ghost of Tsushima, when I had it on uh PS4, I could not parry shit. And then I got it on PS5 and was playing on PS5 in 60 frames. And I was hitting every parry perfectly. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's easier. I got up to the Guardian Ape and just said, fuck this, the first time I played Sekiro. Which apparently, that is where a lot of people drop off. Most people drop off at the Guardian Ape. And it's because the whole game is telling you how to play it, telling you how to play uh, a certain way. The whole game is like, hey, this is not like other Souls games. You need to fucking parry. You need to uh, be on the offensive. You can't just block. You know? Which Bloodborne taught you to be on the offensive, but it still was like dodge, dodge, hit, dodge, hit. This is like block, parry, block, parry. If you try and dodge shit, you're going to get fucked up. You need to parry. And then you're doing that for a while and then you get to the Guardian Ape and the Guardian Ape's like, you got to dodge. You got to run away. You got (laughs) to don't don't parry him or parry him in a second form. But he's also going to be so weird and wild that you're going to feel like you can't parry him, even though you should parry him. That whole game, the whole first time you play that game is every boss you get into, you're like, I don't, I can't, there's no way I can parry this guy. And then the second time you play, you're like, can I parry this guy? And then you find out, oh, I can parry every guy in the game. And then the third run of that game, you just are incredible at it. (laughs) At least for me, the third fucking, the third playthrough of that game was probably the most satisfying of any Souls game because you just know every boss how to beat him perfectly, how to parry him, what gadgets to use, you fuck up everybody. By the by by the third playthrough, I was spraying the guardian ape with oil, lighting him on fire, hitting him with my sword, and then getting him to the second phase where he gets it, where he pulls the sword out of his neck and his head comes off, and then I was parrying the sword so that he would get stunned and just beating the shit out of him. You go, for, you go from dying twice to never dying at all, dude. It's fucking tight. Um, but anyway, I got, should play less video games. <laughs> 100 hours is too much. I don't know. I don't know what the best Souls game. I know that Elden Ring is one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life, but I don't know if it's the best Souls game. It might be the best game of all of them, but I don't know if it's the best Souls game of all of them, if that makes any sense. It's definitely the best game, pound for pound. If I were if I were to say to you which one to to get, if you never played any of them, I would say get that one. But if you ask me what's the best of that genre, I would say Sekiro. I just think the combat's so tight; it's so like there's no wasted time in it. There's there's no. It's so pure, and and tight of an experience, that I think it's. I think it's perfect. I don't know. Bloodborne was my first of of that genre that made me get into the Souls games. I tried, I tried the first and second Dark. I tried Demon's Souls. When Demon Souls came out, I had a PS3 and I got it because I wanted to. I because it was an exclusive game and I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" I want to get all the exclusives. And I fell off of it so fucking hard. The Tower Knight fucked me up and I didn't understand what to do. And I was shooting him with magic and I was like, "I hate this fucking game." And then Dark Souls came out. And my brother loved Demon's Souls, which made me think, like, I'm missing something. If he loved it, I'm missing something. My brother played the fuck out of Demon's Souls. And then Dark Souls 1 came out, tried it again, fell off. Dark Souls 2, I think I tried. I don't know if I tried Dark Souls 2. I I definitely tried Dark Souls 1. Then Bloodborne came out, tried it, played the fuck out of it, fell in love with it, played it so many goddamn times. Then Dark Souls 3 came out. Played it on PC, loved it. Played the shit out of it. Then Sekiro came out, hated it. Then this year, turned around on it. Completely. 60 frames, hell fucking yeah. I should have gotten it for PC. That's the thing. I should have just gotten it for PC. But I was dumb. I was dumb at the time. And I got it for fucking console. But it all looped back around because then I still owned it. And I played it on PS5 and it's all good. And you know what? For the f- I'm dumb talking about video games for this podcast. <laughs> I just realized I hit the half hour mark. That was the timer for the first half. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna stop talking about video games, and I'll see you guys in the second part. What's up? I'm back. Damn, I'm sweating, dude. I can feel stains behind my knees. You know what I'm saying? In the crevice of where my knee bends. I can just feel deep sweat stains. Hell yeah. And have I done laundry? No, dude. <laughs> I needed to do laundry. I looked at my roommate. I was like, I need to do laundry. He was like, so do I. And I go oh yeah? I go, are you going to do it? He goes, yeah, I'm probably going to do it today. I go, no, you're not. He's like, what? I go, we're both not going to do it for at least three more days. And guess what? It's three days later. We both haven't done it. (laughs) Every time I need to do laundry, I'm going to, I'm like, every time I desperately need to do laundry, I go, all right, well, I guess I got about a week until I actually do it. Tight, dude. Tight, dude. And you know why I'm not doing laundry? Because I'm playing Elden Ring, dude. Important stuff. <laughs> it's cool how you see all of the things you shouldn't be doing, but you just do them anyway, bro. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. You know? Some people, some people, like, like that, that one friend who... I said, I played 85 hours too. And he looked at me like I was nuts. He can look at me like I'm nuts. Cause he's a very productive dude. He like makes art that he sells to make money off of. He, he has like a lot of ventures in his free time that are productive and, you know, give him money. And not that that's what's always productive, but he, I, it seems like he, he does shit. He gets stuff done. There's not a lot of idle time on his hands. Um, but other people will, will like people who I know for a fact waste their lives on shit will look at me like, Hey dude, you play, that's too long. And I'm like, didn't you tell me that you fucking just binge watch Gilmore girls for the fifth time? Didn't you fucking tell me that dude? How many hours of content is that shit? People will look at me and be like, damn dude, you beat games fast. And I go, didn't you watch all of succession in three days, dude? what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but that's different. Why? People will straight up be like, wow, that's crazy how much people spend time playing video games. And I go, didn't you read Harry Potter all the way through 14 times? Didn't you do that? I know some Harry Potter heads who are like, bro, I would never sink that much time into a video game. I go, no, but you would sink that much time into a book for children, huh? Video games are for kids. You love the boy who lived, okay? Hermione Granger is your your homegirl. Shut the fuck up. You have wet dreams about Ronald. Uh, Shut up. I can play Elden, dude. It's just funny. I have a friend who's obsessed with fucking Lord of the Rings. And she will straight up have a day where she watches through all three of the extended ones. She used to do that. She used to watch three all watch through all three of the extended ones. And yet, I, I definitely know that she would look at me like, you play a lot of video games. And I'm like, bro, what are we talking about here? <laughs> You're watching the fucking Kardashians in the other room, dude. I know what's going on, bro. We all got to waste our life somehow, dude. No, it is too much, though. I do play. I got to. I either got to I either got to play less or turn or start streaming. I got to do something. I got to either play less or turn it into something that will benefit me financially. (laughs) That's the thing. You can't spend that much time on something without making money. That's just not the society we live in. You know, we live in this society where if you, if you are spending that much time into something, it better be a craft and it better pay off. Otherwise you're going to stay stuck in the same fucking spot. Anyway, but I'm indifferent when it comes to dating. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I wasn't, I, you know. I thought it was Elden Ring maybe, but really it's just, I don't care. I really don't care. This is the most I've not cared about dating genuinely in my whole life. And it disturbs me. Uh, But also it kind of feels good. I don't feel a pressure to do shit. I don't feel pressure to do anything, which is fun and nice, but it's also like, is what's that going to res- is that going to result in something happening or nothing I, I don't know but also i'm indifferent to that as well i've i just i don't know i, I don't even know how to fully describe it i've right now i'm on apps and uh, literally i'm just i'm just i've i've messaged like four different people Brian cranston question mark <laughs> that's where i'm at dude i messaged some girl dogs question mark just, just fucking nonsense, just things that don't. And then if they answer, I laugh and then don't say anything else. Cause I don't, cause I'm don't, I don't actually want to talk to you. That's the thing that's funny too, is that people respond to shit like that. Like I'm surprised at how many people respond. I have a 100% response rate for Bryan Cranston right now. Now, to be fair, I've only messaged it to two people, but that's crazy that I messaged Brian Cranston question mark to two different people and they both responded. Why? (laughs) What are you doing, dude? I've been on these apps. There are people on these apps and I've been this person. Where you read a profile, you fucking find it, you think of something clever that has to do with a like or an interest or something in their picture, you really fucking think about writing something that applies to this individual person so you can stick out and make an impression and go on a date, right? And those messages, guess what happens? They don't read. They either read it and don't respond or they just never fucking read it. But if you just straight up go Brian Cranston question mark, people respond. <laughs> that's how fucking stupid dating is. That's the thing. Maybe that's why I'm uh, indifferent. Maybe it's not even indifferent. I just realize like how silly and stupid it is. You shouldn't take dating seriously ever. It is so fucking dumb. That's how dumb it is that you can you can curate the perfect message and someone won't respond but then some fuckface like me can message Brian Cranston and get a response we should all say Brian Cranston that's that's what i'm saying all of us should be just asking Brian Cranston to every person we want to pursue and if the person is like what you just move, go on to the next if they don't get it immediately if they don't laugh you just like see you later dude I don't know. People are too, uh, into being pen pals, bro. People just got the wrong. People are just fucking weird, dude. Even celebrities. They're weird. What are they doing? Kanye West, bro. What is he doing, dude? Calm down. Did you see that stop motion? I didn't even see the whole video. I saw fucking quick clips of the video where Kanye West, he made a music video where Pete Davidson is stop motioned. Uh, is in stop motion and Kanye's killing him and then burying him and then growing flowers out of him and then sending and then driving them over to Kim. Hey man, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> I don't think you making a, a a video a stop stop motion takes a long time to make, bro. The some, some, fucking uh, hundreds of people probably spent time making this death threat video. So that Kanye can fucking, what, f- make Kim uncomfortable? Also, the more that, that Pete Davidson doesn't respond at all to Kanye, like, basically being like, I'm gonna murder you because you stole my wife, the more he doesn't respond, the more silly and insane Kanye looks. Because he's just talking to a fight fu- he's fucking shouting to the void. One of the most influential one of the most influential artists of our time right now is going just fucking can, please come back please come back one of the most influential important artists of all time a man who's changed music right now uh, in in the giant public eye is just going oh but i won! That's fucking sad, dude That's rough And Pete Davidson's just fucking chilling, bro (laughs) He's just chilling Cause that's what uh, Dude Bro, Pete Davidson's dad fucking Like died in 9-11, bro Let him fuck Kim Kardashian (laughs) You know That kid's had a tragic fucking life His dad fucking died in 9-11. Then he fucking started doing comedy when he was super young. I think he's, No, I don't know for sure, but I think he got, you know, hooked up on the H train when he was pretty young. Now he's now, hopefully he's clean and sober. I don't know. But let him fuck people. Okay. Twisted dudes. Fuck. That's what happens, bro. People with dark pasts have sex. You know why? Cuz they're so because they text things like Brian Cranston, bro. <laughs> this is my point. Kanye West is out there making a perfectly curated message and Kim K is going, "Dude, get away from me. It's weird how much detail that is." It's weird how much detail is in that fucking message you sent me, okay? Quit paying so much specific attention to me, okay? And Pete Davidson's out here being like, Yo, have you heard about my big dick? Brian Cranston? <laughs> he's out here going, Hey, Jesse Pinkman? Ever heard of him? And Kim's like, What? And he's like, Whatever, dude, let's hang. And she's like, Okay. You should be asking Brian Cranston, dude. And you'll be with the woman of your dreams in no time. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, calm down. It's just a weird, it's a weird look. Kanye just this is the this is the saddest I've been for that man. This is the most I've felt like, damn, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? For real, what are you doing right now? Like all the other times, it's like whatever, bro. When are you saying he's Gandhi? When are you saying he's the glitch from Wreck It Ralph? Whatever. It's weird. Doesn't you know? I get what he's saying. It's weird, but whatever. And now he's just like, I don't know, it's a lot. Also, the thing that's upsetting and depressing is that he just, is that just like Kim and and uh, Pete are just like they're not they're not giving any energy to it, which makes it sadder and sadder. Also, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's saying that. Also, I feel bad for fucking uncut jams. <laughs> I feel bad for Julia Fox, dude. They hooked up. She thought they were dating. She did that fucking interview with on Call Her Daddy where she goes, Uncut jams, uncut jams, which was like the, you know, the most memed out thing of all time for good reason. It gets stuck in your head immediately. And also it's a crazy way to say uncut gems. It's just insane, dude. If you don't understand, I, th- that, that is an, that is an un- inexplicable but perfectly obvious thing that got memed. The moment you see it, you're like, "What?" The moment you see it, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is this will be a thing for a, a minute." Of course it will. Uncut joms. I just say it as a refrain in my apartment. I'll be pour. I was pouring Drano down the sink and being like, "Uncut joms. It's stupid and fun, and that's why it got memed. And I feel bad because that she said that and got memed out. And then also the fucking host of caller daddy was asking all these questions. Like, are you dating? Like, so you guys are like dating and poor Julia Fox was all excited. Like, damn, I'm with Kanye right now. Maybe we are dating. I guess we are dating. She's like, is it weird with Kim? And he's like, well, you know, Kim, that's his past. And you know, we're together, but like he's with, when he's with me, he's with me. The next thing you know, he's on Twitter being like, Kim, I need you back. I'll fucking kill Pete Davidson. I will shoot Pete Davidson in the head. Kim, I love you. God, bring me Kim back. At the end of this, is, he's gonna, is he going to revoke religion? If God does not bring Kim back to him, is he going to be like, damn, dude, God must not be real? Is this going to unreligify Kanye West? What would atheist Kanye West be like? Do you think his music would be better or worse? I don't know, man. Religious music, people who are religious make good music. Kendrick Lamar is amazing. But he's he's super God-brained. You listen to his music, he loves God. And I got no problem with someone loving God. I got a problem with someone shouting on Twitter. I have a problem with someone tweeting to God to deliver their ex-wife back. That's that's a weird that's weird, bro. That's a weird way to channel your religious beliefs. <laughs> okay? I'd feel better if he went into a pond and tried to part the water. I'd feel more. I'd feel more comfortable with Kanye West being like, "I can separate water, a la Moses in the Red Sea." Check it out. And he goes and just chills in a pond and like waits to separate the water. I would th- I think that's more sane and comfortable than him going online and being like, "God," and him tweeting to the world, "I need you. I need you. I need you to bring her back." But also, it's interesting because, again, dude, the same way he revolutionized music, is he just revolutionizing prayer? He's just live tweeting his prayers. <laughs> He's praying to God via Twitter. I'm sure he says by himself, Uh, you know. God, God, please bring my wife back to me. I'm sure he folds his hands and says that, but he's, he's Kanye West. So he's like, fuck it. Why do I, I don't need to just say this to myself. I'll say this. I'll tweet this out. If God's real, he, he can see Twitter. <laughs> he's probably got a better shot reading my thoughts than uh, a better shot. Seeing my tweet than reading my thoughts. I got a lot of fucking followers. No one's retweeting my prayers, dude. He probably was watching Bruce Almighty and was like, oh shit, maybe God's got a server. Because <laughs> that's what he does. You've got prayers, right? That's that's the fucking joke they do? Is that instead of... Was that made during fucking AOL? It was. It was made during AOL. Because the AOL was, you've got mail. Damn, dude. Old fucking movie. You've got prayers. He probably was watching it being like, oh shit, Bruce Almighty says that. <laughs> Bruce Almighty says that that God reads his premar his his pre-mar- his prayers via email, which means that if God, which means if God he he really thought this out, dude. A a guy who watches Wreck It Ralph and says he's the glitch definitely watches Bruce Almighty and goes, oh shit, if. When this movie came out, God read prayers via email. He definitely reads them on Twitter now. (laughs) He 100% reads them on Twitter now. Damn, I got to stop emailing God. I got to stop fucking hitting up God at AOL.com and start adding him right now on Twitter. (laughs) You just see his tweets at Morgan Freeman, please deliver Kim, Card- Kim Kardashian back to me at Morgan Freeman, please. I understand that you are God. I just watched Bruce Almighty and, and, and movies might as well be real. Cause I am the glitch. <laughs> I am the glitch and you are God. Please deliver Kim K back to me. And Morgan Freeman's like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. It's a movie. I'm chilling. I'm trying to get Bucket List Two off off the ground, but Jack Nicholson won't leave the Lakers games. Okay, I can't. I don't know what you're doing, Kanye. But if you want to help me make this movie, I'll 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 talk to Kim. Uncut Jams. <laughs> Uncut Jams. Oh, fuck. Did I talk about this last time? Did I say that that I... uh, Did I talk about the guy who plays Hurt on my block? There's some dude in the middle of the day, every day, who just plays the song Hurt. Just full volume. You can hear it. I can hear it while I'm working. When I work from home, he plays it every day in the middle of the day. Or at least every Friday. Every Friday, I hear it play in the middle of the day. Like, either... I don't know if he's in a car or if he's just playing it out of his fucking window, but I hear it so loud. What have I become? My greatest friend. We all go away in the end and you can have it all. My empire of dirt. I will him. I will make you hurt. He just he's just listening to that and I assume he's crying and sobbing in his apartment. I, I I don't know. Is he I don't know. Maybe he's attempting suicide? I don't know what he's doing, bro. Why would you play hurt that, that loud? Why would you play hurt so the whole block hears it? You that's definitely a cry for help. That guy's not doing well and I'm worried about him. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know where I don't know where that's coming from. Is he playing it out of the fucking Suicide Squad Mustang I saw the other day? (laughs) I saw a fucking Mustang chilling uh, over at the apartments near me, and it it was a fucking Mustang just with a decal of Harley Quinn on it and and just multicolored Suicide Squad paints. And not Suicide Squad like the new Suicide Squad, like Jared Leto, David Ayer, Suicide Squad decal. That dude fuck that dude was towny as fuck. That was the most towny shit I've ever seen in my life. The only thing that would make that more of a towny move is if in the car I saw a dude and his girlfriend dressed up like Jared Leto Joker and Harley Quinn Margot Robbie. I know it's Margot, but I like to say Margot. That's the only thing, and also after playing Elden Ring and fighting Margot the omen king, dude, I'm I'm Margot is Margot is Margot, one hundred percent. Maybe that's why I kept saying mar I kept calling Margot the Omen King a she or Margit. Whatever, bro. Maybe it's because of Margot Robbie. Anyway, doesn't matter. What matters is that'd be the most towny shit I've ever seen in my life. And they get out of the car and he's and they're yelling about something. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. He's like, yo, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. She's like, no, I'm not. You fucking dumb fuck. He's like, dude, stop. And they're just standing next to... To the most fucking realistic, the most specific, aggressive, perfectly done decal on a fucking gray Mustang, exploding with like mists of paint. That's the only way I could describe it. The decal looked like as if Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, was just like beat, like sp- paint was being sprayed behind her. In in like giant spurts of rainbow color. Anyway, his girlfriend standing next to Harley Quinn doesn't look anything like her. (laughs) That'd be the most towny she ever seen in my life. His hair is dyed green. The is is the wrong color green, and the makeup is just so fucking caked on, so aggressively caked on, and incorrect. There's cracks all in it. Towny as fuck, dude. But he wanted to be it because he's like, yo, dude, I'm fucking me. My girl like Jar are fucking like the Joker and Harley Quinn because I beat her up. No, <laughs> maybe maybe that's what, I, what he's trying to say. Maybe he's just trying to admit to the whole world. I'm a domestic abuser. Who knows, dude? It's a pretty towny move to be a piece of shit domestic abuser. So maybe that's what he's doing. If you, have a, if you have a Mustang with fucking Harley Quinn from the David Ayer Suicide Squad decaled on it, you, you hit your girlfriend. 100%. <laughs> You're a piece of shit who hurts the one, people you love. No, no way you don't. There's no way, dude. There's no way the guy who owned that car wasn't a bad dude. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure there are plenty of people who love the David Ayer Joker who aren't pieces of shit. I'm sure there's at least 12 of them. I'm sure. No, you're. it's fine, dude. It's a fine movie. I'm sure you're a good dude. I don't know. It just reminds me of, there's other movies like that where people just like fucking, no one likes them, but people are way into them in a way where that makes you be like damn dude I think that you are committing crimes Do you know what I'm saying like you're committing like like crimes too often some low level some fucking kind of you know some felony based but no one gives a fuck enough to do anything about it that's what (laughs) this is getting dark (laughs) I don't mean this to be dark dude I don't mean this to be dark. I'm sure whoever owns that car is not a terrible person, but they are. Um Yeah. I um I hope that guy doesn't kill himself. I hope that I hope that I hope he doesn't. Here's the thing, though. If he's the guy with the Mustang, then I don't I feel less bad for him because, I, you know, because then I'm thinking he's he's probably in a relationship and be, and a bad person. You know, and then I'm like, you know what? You should be hurt, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> you jerk. I don't know. It's probably not the same guy. It's not. It's too depressing of a move. The hurt thing's too depressing of a move. I'm sure it's like some dude who's very lonely and very much a bummer and I feel bad and I and I hope to find him someday to help him out. But uh, you know, shout out your address as well. Have have the speakers playing hurt that loudly, also blurt out your address at the end and say, "Help me. Help me. 482 East 98th Street." <laughs> come help, and then I'll think about it and not do it (laughs) because that's the natural thing to do think about it not do it fantasize about being a hero but at the end of the day keep playing Elden Ring (laughs) (laughs) somebody said to me today they go or not today somebody said to me they go um Hey, how are you doing, uh, 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 with, uh, like, how you been doing lately? Have you just been constantly thinking, have you, (laughs) he said, how you, have you been doing lately? Um, since you're on the East coast, have you just been constantly thinking about how you're probably the first target in case of nuclear war? Are you just, have you just been like constantly thinking about how, like, since you're in New York city and on the East coast, like you're the prime target for nukes if they're going to launch? And literally right, right after he said that to me, I just responded and said, dude, I haven't thought about that at all. (laughs) I haven't dude, because why would I think about that? You know what I'm saying? I might've thought about that when I was younger, but like now I, no, I understand the world enough to know that we will probably never be in a nuclear war. And if we do end up in one, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? If the nukes dropped right now, I would the, the controller would not leave my hand. <laughs> At least three nukes would have to drop before I had to think about turning off the PS5. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'd be dead before I would even have to be able to make a life decision. So what is the point about thinking about it? No, you don't think about that shit. You fucking live your life. You can't think about nukes. You can't live a life where you think about the threat of nukes. You just can't. People who are doing that who are like, you should be thinking about this, they're wrong. You shouldn't be thinking about that. If it happens, if it's really going to happen, you should start thinking about it. If, if if you need to make plans to save yourself, you should start thinking about it. But as of right now, when it's just maybe it'll happen, I don't know... You can't, you can't do anything about it. So instead of being paralyzed in fear, you got to fucking chill out and just think about things that you have control over, like putting Drano in your sink. <laughs> if you are worried about nuclear war right now, do me a favor, look around the place you live. And if you see a clogged drain, put Drano in it and chill the fuck out. Okay. Clean whatever's dirty. Eat the food you want to eat, and say hello to to a woman you like. Okay, message someone, Brian Cranston, and stop worrying about things that you can't control. It's not healthy. Okay, just go and play Elden Ring. <laughs> But don't play it as long as I did. Play it a healthy amount. Play it like one, two hours a night, if that, and go text someone, Brian uh, Cranston, you'll end up like and, Pete Davidson and date the love of your life, which I don't know if that's what they are, but more power to Pete and Kim K, Kanye, what the heck, calm down a little bit, uh, but also oh, keep tweeting at God, maybe my mom will learn how to pray that way as well. I don't know. Anyway... Um, this was fun. As always, the timer went out. I hope the camera's not out right now. It might be. Who knows? But I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.
1: Take your-